Welcome to 10 Minute Money. My name is John Dyer. As always, I am joined by Paul Erickson. Paul and I are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan. And today we're going to talk about the market and just how we've done so far this year. Paul, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Good morning, John. Thanks for thanks for asking. Uh, yeah, no, things are going well. My, you know, I've been coaching basketball with seventh graders, seventh grade twins, and so we're finally done for the season. So you have some more time on your hands. I now. will have a little more time in my hands. Yes, and I think I. I reached the height of my basketball coaching. The kids were coaching me more than I was coaching them (laughs) (laughs) this season. So I'm feeling good about that. That's fun. Fun. Yeah, I just got done coaching the girls, my girls. That's right. Two two different teams. So it was was a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. God bless you. It's hard work. Yeah, it's fun. But it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. January started off really well, surprisingly. It did. I agree. Statements were looking good. You know, but we're back into one of these markets where I feel like bad news is good news and good news is bad news. The economy's heating up now. It looks like people are even spending more. January, February numbers are coming in kind of hot, which the market doesn't like because the market wants to see Powell only do 25 basis point increases. And now it does seem like a 50 point basis increase is on the rise and so it's just a it's a tough environment because i feel like the economy's doing well but inflation is still a huge problem for the fed yeah it's a balancing act we we started off the year good yeah and jay powell only raised it like you said a quarter percent and the market kind of took off a little bit a lot of the growth stocks ran and then Inflation numbers came back, and they were a little bit higher than expected, and now we're going to have to raise interest rates, they're saying, a little bit more quickly and more aggressively. So, like you said, maybe half-point raises, and that's what's causing the market to tip in the other direction now. It is. Yeah, they they don't like it. The market wants to see inflation under control, and they want to see what they keep calling the Powell pivot who want where he pivots away from raising interest rates and he says he's going to hold interest rates and I don't know if that's going to happen this year if you would have asked me last month in January I would have said third or fourth quarter of 2023 will have a pause in raising interest rates now I'm not so sure yeah so I just heard an interview with Jamie Diamond uh, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, right? And he thinks that Jay Powell's going to have to raise interest rates north of six percent, and we're at like four and a half right now. Yeah. So we have a he's got a bit more work to do, which is going to cause it to cost more to own a house because you're going to be paying more in interest, more, right. more considerably more than what you're paying now. Right. So it's gonna that's gonna cause housing prices to tip the other direction and maybe fall a little bit. More I would than think we a think. little bit. I would think a little bit. Just because who's gonna move that has a two or three percent interest rate? They're gonna stay in their house and the people that do have to move, they're just not gonna have as many buyers. There's gonna be less people looking. Right. If they have a really low interest rate. If you're on a three percent interest rate, why would you want to go to a six or a seven? Exactly. 
So you're going to need those housing prices to fall so you can balance that out a little bit. Right. So that's where the, the housing prices haven't really caught up to where interest rates are. So typically interest rates, get when they get around 6%, you'll see housing prices fall. Right. So we'll see if that happens. Like, I, like you said, I don't know what's going to happen because the inventory is so low. So and low. And who's going to want to move? Right it's, it's kind of a new place we're in now because we've had 10 years of such low interest rates who's going to want to move now i know so we haven't seen that in the past so i don't know what's going to happen with the housing market it'll be interesting to see what happens here in the spring yeah i think a light dip you know in prices but it sure seems like it's a game of chicken between home sellers and home buyers the sellers don't want to reduce their price and the home buyers are waiting to see when they're going to reduce their price and then very little is happening right now. And that's kind of what played out last year. Yeah. So that's kind of what played out last year. I think it's we're going to see a repeat of that again in the housing market. Mm-hmm. That's just my like two cents on that because of where we're at right now and just what you just said. But I think that's what's going to happen with the housing market. Right. Why do you think inflation's still so hot, if you had to guess? I think that it's because of the underlying job market and it's still strong people are still making a lot of money and they're not they feel secure about their jobs when they feel secure about their jobs they're going to spend they start spending money and when they don't feel secure they're going to tighten the reins on their pocketbooks so i think that's that's my right what do you think well i mean i think that's very true i think people are spending inflation is still really high and it and obviously, high prices aren't stopping people from spending. So it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy that we have high prices, which begets more high prices. And so people aren't really slowing down their spending. Travel is like at like an all-time high right now. Delta had the most flights, most seats booked they, yeah, that's they've ever one. had in a January looking forward right? You know, into summer. So people are really aggressively trying to travel and get out there and spend money, assuming because of the pandemic that they were limited on their travel and their expenses and they fixed their homes during the pandemic and they, you know, did all all sorts of stuff at home and now they want to get out and do stuff. And we see that in the inflation numbers. Yeah. Hotels are at an all time high booking. It is incredible right now that people are spending this much, but there is a lot of pent-up demand. Right. Yeah, so I would not want Powell's job at this point. I think he has to do another 50 basis point interest rate hike, and and most likely two this year. He has to do two. We were hoping it was only one or two 25 basis point hikes this year, but now it looks like it's going to have to be two 50 basis point hikes, which is going to be hard for the market to digest. Yes, and we're seeing that right now. And it's kind of what we had been talking about going into January. So we had talked about us not being all the way through this. And we thought there would be another leg down. You had mentioned that in our last podcast. You said that you thought there's going to be another leg down. Yeah, which I don't think we've really hit yet. Yes, exactly. And we may be in it now. We might be be in in it. it. Last week was a really bad week for the market. We've ticked up a little bit today, but... I think we 
still have some more yeah. pain. We we thought it could be J- February was kind of our call. February March. It, it wasn't really it February, be. but it could be now March. March right. April. We're gonna see a, a bad. I thought we'd see another really bad month in the market. Right. I still think we're in a bear market. Nobody really knows if we're in a bear or in a new bull yet. I still think we're in a bear market. We have one more leg down, 7 to 10% drop, I think is the highest probability from what from what I can tell. And then once we're done with that drop, I think we will enter a new bull market. I hope so. I hope that. Yeah. And I, when do you think that would be? I'm hoping sooner versus later. I kind of want to rip the Band-Aid off. I almost wish... Powell would just get two quick 50 increases and we start to see inflation slow down even more. But ultimately, I think when he does that, it's, it is going to push us into a recession, which is very typical in a bear market. And a rising rate cycle is that we end up going into recession, then Powell slows down or stops raising interest rates, and then the market can go higher. Yeah, it's tough because it's a balancing act. Do it we is. do do we do the rip the bandaid off, raise the interest rates now very quickly, and then send us into a recession, but then we bounce out of it quicker, or do we do this balancing act that we've been doing, where he moves a little bit, the market kind of recovers, and then it, it'll go down, and then it'll bounce back up again, and then he raises a little more. We saw that all of last year. We. We had a really bad start to the year, and then we had a rally mid-year, and then uh, it was like a 10-point rally mid-year. Then he got aggressive again, raised interest rates, everything fell, and then late in the year, we saw another rally. Yeah, December, January, it started looking really good. So, yeah, it's just going to take a little bit more time, I think. I think it's going to take some more time too. We've, we've, I, I think we're mostly through the woods. We've, we've seen most of the pain, and we're like two thirds of the way there. I agree. I agree. He's not going to let what happened in the '70s happen this time. When inflation was running wild in the '70s, they stopped raising interest rates, thinking they had got it under control because it did dip. But then it came roaring back, and then they had to really raise rates and bring in Paul Volcker as the Fed. And then he had to just really chase inflation. It took a long time, and it, and it pushed us into a bear market and a recession in the 70s. So Powell's not going to let that happen. He's going to stay on top of this until inflation is much closer to 2%. Correct. I think there's no one better to be in uh his chair right now than him i think he really understands what's going on here he's written papers about it i think that he's managed it pretty well to this point no i agree and clients and investors keep asking what what should we do what should we do with this market that that we're in and i do see some positives i mean i'm reading the wall street journal over the weekend and they're, they're talking about interest rate concerns push investors into dividend-paying stocks. That's the, the name of the article by a Vicky Huang. And she is talking about how attractive dividend growth stocks are looking, which is right up my alley. I love reading articles like this. But she, her argument is that dividends will keep up with inflation. And I agree with her. I think the companies that have cash flow and are still selling products 
are going to increase their dividends. The real high growth companies that don't pay dividends, I think they're going to struggle in this environment because it costs more to borrow. They've got some growth concerns. So I love reading this article in, in uh, the weekend's Wall Street Journal. And we've really seen that bear out uh, this past, I'd say, six to nine months. A lot of the growth stocks have really gotten hit hard. They I mean, have. they bounced back at the beginning of this year because they, we thought we had turned the corner, I think. The market had thought we had turned the corner with the inflation, but they really pulled back again in the last couple of weeks. So they, they have. They've been defensive on the downside. The other good news about this environment is fixed income. I, I think that is a plus for investors right now. I agree. Fixed, and going forward. Fixed income, any kind of bonds, like money markets. We're seeing money markets now north of 4%, right. which is something we haven't seen in so long. It's been like 15 years since we've seen this. Right. So I just helped a so client buy great... a 5% one-year CD last Friday. And I haven't seen that since 06 when I was working at J.P. Morgan. Right. Which is which is awesome. Like I, we've we've done bonds for clients that are north of five percent, which are one year or less. Right. So a uh, lot of great options out there. Yeah, I think if if you do have questions and want to talk to, you know, John or myself, please please feel free to give us a call. But even if you're not a client or if you're not working directly with a financial advisor, just call us and ask us our opinion. Because there are some great fixed income options right now. Yeah, there are great options out there, which we didn't have last year this time. We did not have this, no. And like I said, we haven't we haven't seen it in a long time. So yeah, the those type of things we've been really trying to utilize to with with those type investments, along with the dividends that the the stocks are gonna these great dividend paying stocks. They can hedge the market being down 10%. So maybe you're not down 10%. Maybe maybe you're only down 5% or 4% or 3% uh, being in these type investments with, with also having your stocks. Right. That being said, is there anything else you want to touch on for, for everyone out there? No, I, th- I think that's that's the basic premise right now is... Inflation is still here. It is slowing down, but not as fast as the Fed wants to see it slow down. So I think they have to get a little more aggressive. The market will have a little more pain in the short term, but in the long run, it's it's gonna it's gonna help us get into more healthy markets. Right. So that's the big thing in the market right now is inflation. We should rename this the Inflation Podcast mm. Monthly. <laughs> right. We're always talking about inflation. We now. are. We are. It seems like. But that's the that's what's really driving the market right now. There's a lot of other things you hear out there on what could be driving the market. But the main driver of the market right now is inflation and the Fed raising interest rates causing the market to go down. So until that changes then we're going to be kind of where we're at right now in this cycle right thanks paul thanks everyone for listening as always this podcast is for educational purposes only and you can find more information about us at www.royaloakfinancialadvisors.com we love that you guys all listen thank you so much thank you for joining john dyer and paul erickson on this 10 minute money podcast 
John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come. So one thing we really uh, wanted to touch on as well is last time we uh, we were really happy about the Lions. We were happy about the Lions. Maybe at some of our some of our Packer fans' uh, expenses. Yeah, some in the UP and some actually in Wisconsin. Yeah, we don't. We didn't mean anything by that. We we're just really happy yeah, that the we Lions actually won a game. Oh my gosh! I was to be a lifelong Lions fan and to see him win a big game was great. But my one son Kevin is a huge Lions fan, and my other son Liam is a Green Bay Packers fan because his cousins up in Iron Mountain are all Green Bay Packers fans. No offense was meant. Yeah, to the I've Packer got fans. So my wife's family's from the UP. Yes. And they have a lot. A lot of her family are Packer fans. Whenever we go up there, right? We we see them all. All great people. Packer fans are great fans. It's a great franchise. Um, yeah, I, my son has a cheese head in his bedroom right now. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll have to. Thanks for talk that extra note there. That, yeah, but, I'm trying to convert them, yeah. but it is what it is. But yeah, so to all all the Packer fans out there, we love you and. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Like if yeah.